0: You're listening to the People Over Profit podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. Let's talk about the not-so-hidden costs of running a successful business. Now, I'm not talking about things like taxes or insurance. Some people would include these, but I don't actually think those are hidden costs at all. (laughs) I think you need to know how you build those costs into your profit and your projections as a company, but that is definitely a conversation for another day. Today, I want to talk to you more about the work that goes into running a successful business. And not the what you do, but the things behind it, like the mind drama and the boundary issues and the stress I used to tell myself and other people that running a business is not that hard, but the truth is, it is hard in a lot of ways, and the reason why I didn't feel like it was hard was because all of the things that I deal with in my business are things that I also deal with in my life, but before we really get into the meat of this conversation, I want to just preface this by saying that we're talking about successful businesses, and you, need to be the one to define what a successful business is for you. Whether that means a business with high profit margins or lots of clients or easy processes or recurring revenue streams or more passive revenue streams, you get to decide all of those things. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. That's actually your job as the CEO. And your answer is not gonna change the impact of anything that you learned here on today's episode, but it's an important reminder. Because when is the last time that you actually sat down and dedicated time and thought about what a successful business is for you? I know that I don't think about this very often. And how do we know we're successful if we're not thinking about what that definition of success looks like? The short answer is we don't. And the last thing that you want to happen is working hard and dealing with all of these hidden costs that we're gonna talk about today and finding solutions for them that don't support your bigger picture vision or ideas of what success is. So maybe after you listen to this episode, you can spend some time and think over that question as well. What is a successful business? Or what does success mean to me? So the easiest way that I know how to get you feeling what it feels like to have some of these hidden costs popping up in your business is to run through a hypothetical scenario. So I want you to imagine that you own and operate a retail clothing store. You've been in these before. And what you might not know, having coached people in the retail space, there are dozens of different moving parts that make that business run smoothly. So I'll name off a few. Designs, patterns, machinery, employees, point of sale systems, customer nurturing, Promotions, marketing, customer service, returns. That's a big one. Even the website. The list is a lot longer than that, but y- you see where I'm going with this. Now, on the flip side, here's what your customers are seeing a black t shirt. <laughs> that's literally, you're seeing that long list of things that it requires to make your business work. They see the finished product. Let that soak in for a second. You see the long list of things that you have to do day in and day out and all that hard work and effort and love that you pour into your business and all they see is a plain black t-shirt and for them when it fits great when it's priced right awesome when it holds up in the wash fantastic nothing else matters to them They don't care if it takes you 100 employees to make it fit just right. They are unfazed if you take a hit on your profits to get into their favorite stores. It doesn't matter if you sourced 10 fabrics from three different suppliers to find the perfect cotton that didn't irritate their skin and washed beautifully. What they expect is the same level of excellence that you demand of your products. And when you go into other people's places of business, all you see is what you're buying all you expect is the excellence you know this we both know this and yet it is still so hard to run a business and feel overworked and underappreciated it is hard to spend hours perfecting something only for it to be criticized it is hard to put in the work and have it work when you feel depleted by it It's hard to put in the work and have it fall short of expectations, yours or your customers. It is hard to feel good when you are breaking your boundaries all over the place. It is hard to feel underappreciated for all of your effort. This is especially true when you're a solo run business or you only have your first handful of customers, not hundreds of thousands like most retail stores. Right, They're dealing with this on a small scale compared to how many customers they have, but for you, this could be your one customer. Every hard moment feels like a lifetime. Every disappointment hits 100 times harder. Every failure carries so much more weight when the volume isn't there to make those numbers just a small fraction of what you deal with on the day-to-day basis. So let's talk about these a bit more. Let's dig in and have those hard conversations and reduce the stigma around these not so hidden costs. Because we should not be made to feel bad for being disappointed when a customer returns something that we painstakingly made for them. It is okay for us to feel violated by ourselves and other people when our boundaries get crossed. We are entitled to have a bad day and to question whether or not we're on the right track and to switch gears and to change things up when something isn't working for us or for our customers. So first I want to talk about the boundary issue because this is a big one and demanding customers make this one so easy to violate. I've coached dozens of copywriters at this point who even though they have a contract in place with their customer they will find themselves working late and doing additional rounds of edits beyond the scope of their agreement just to make their customers happy or in the hopes that their customers will not complain does that sound familiar maybe you're a photographer and your customers need a rush job on a weekend and you agree to pop into the studio for what ends up being hours of work on your day off just to make them happy and bring in some extra cash. It happens. I still do this too, none of us are immune. I've had my business for eight years and I still have calls run long and write back to emails late at night. And what has helped me? Let's shift into some of the solutions is pausing to check in with myself first to shift my thoughts about what is and is not acceptable to me and most importantly to take responsibility for my decisions not only after they happen but before they do using automation to restore some of the balance like I will check my schedule before I get on a call. If I know that I have free time following that call and we're in the midst of something important or we're getting towards the end of a coaching session, I will ask a client if it's okay that we go over by a few minutes or I will mentally prepare and accept that if they continue to talk and I won't think twice about it. No blame, no shame, no guilt. Okay, sometimes I will write those emails late at night still, but I will schedule them to go out in the morning. And that way, Even though I know I'm breaking the boundary and I'm okay with it, my customers are not seeing me do that because I don't want to start to make a habit of them sending emails late at night or expecting replies right away. I'll even put my phone on do not disturb when I go for a walk or when I'm doing something with my family and just check it when I'm done. No drama. These are the solutions that are working for me right now. If you asked me three months ago, it probably would have been a different list of things. So I want you to think about whether these work for you or not, how do these inspire ideas for ways that you can honor and respect your boundaries? Because when it comes to your boundaries, I need you to think of what is acceptable to you, what systems you can put in place to support you, to make you feel good about your choices instead of beating yourself up about them. I've done that way too many times, and I don't want to see you in that place I know how bad it feels. You deserve better. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess, <laughs> which is not that wild because once again, this has been me many times. And I'm going to say overworking may be another big problem for you in your business. I used to spend dozens of hours a month doing and redoing work because I felt that it wasn't good enough. I was second guessing myself. I was feeling afraid of how people would see me or judge me. I thought there were better ideas. And you know what the answer is? There are always better ideas. People will always be judging you for better or for worse. So I want you to think about the ways that you have overworked yourself or are overworking right now and write them down. So you can look at them and recognize them and start to find solutions to make it easier and to alleviate some of that stress from your plate. The reasons that I have overworked myself, and there are so many, (laughs) but the ones that I find are the most common are when I'm unclear about what steps that I need to take in my business or I'm not confident enough yet in what I'm doing. And that makes me susceptible to criticism and perfectionism. And both of those are killers of progress and profits. So your best next step when this happens to you is really to figure out and think about what your ideal process might be and how to get clearer on those steps every day. And then use that comfort and that knowledge that you've built around the how to shift into a more confident mindset. And I'm not talking about fake it till you make it. That is yuck. We're not doing that. I'm talking about trusting yourself and the process that you create for your own business. There are so many things to appreciate and feel good about when it comes to what you're doing now, even if you're not yet where you want to be. And learning how to appreciate these things and your effort and acknowledging any size win that you have is so important to keep pace and momentum going in your business and lower that resentment for all the hard work that you put in day in and day out without the immediate returns, especially when you're earlier on in your business. Now, speaking of resentment, self-criticism is another big struggle and a hidden cost of owning a business. Not only do I receive criticism from people all around me who don't believe in me, don't understand what I'm creating, but I have also been guilty of criticizing myself probably more than any amount I have ever received online or from my customers or people in my circles by a long shot. Talking down to myself, convincing myself that my ideas are terrible and no one wants what I'm selling and nothing I do is good enough and I'm not the right person to be doing what I'm doing or whatever, these continue to be battles that I face every day. If this is something that you are experiencing or you have gone through, I want you to feel less alone. That's really the objective of this entire podcast. To, again, reduce that stigma and normalize this. I do it. My clients do it. My friends and my peers do it. Multimillionaires I know and have worked closely with do this. And yet, it is not something that we talk about a lot. It's not something we get honest enough about. And it makes it so much harder when you're in it. I don't want to normalize these feelings for the heck of it or to make them feel like we should be having them. I want to do it so that we can stop allowing them to breathe into the shadows of what we are creating, to loom over us. It doesn't have to have a place in your life or your business. It doesn't serve any positive purpose and you work way too hard to allow it to consume you. If you're judging yourself or feeling bad about something, I want you to know that that is fixable. All you need to do is train yourself to speak with more open-ended questions instead of those closed statements. So I have heard myself many times before say, you're not doing enough, Justine. But I want that to shift into more positive, constructive, solution-oriented dialogue. Like where can I go from here? What is working right now? How can I do more of what is working? Things that are healthy and get you closer to what your definition of success looks like. Something that I do that's probably going to sound weird (laughs) is the things that I want to just say and get off my chest out loud, I will record them into a voice note on my phone and then listen back and talk back to myself in my head or out loud, whatever I'm feeling like at the moment, as if I were a friend. If you're feeling stuck, maybe you need a friend and you don't have one available at the moment. Maybe you don't have a coach or a counselor or a therapist or someone who is a sounding board for you. You have the full ability to be that for yourself. You are your own best friend, your biggest advocate, your greatest support system. And you know what? I think that's the perfect place to leave this discussion for now. If boundaries and overworking and self-judgment or criticism are things that you struggle with as a business owner, I hope that something about this episode has inspired you. I hope that you find a solution to test or that you see a different way of looking at these things so that they don't own you or stifle your growth or weigh you down because the world needs you to soar. We need you to show up consistently and confidently and feel good about yourself and to love the work. We need you to know That even though your customer may only see that plain black t-shirt despite all the work you put in, that you take pride in the fact that so much is going on behind the scenes that makes it perfect for them and all they get to do is go into the store and pick up that perfect shirt and wear it happily. You are grateful to invest the time and the energy into your business and feel every ounce of that sweat equity that you're pouring into it because it's worthwhile and it's meaningful. And these hidden costs, like I said before, are not exclusive to entrepreneurs. I've spent much of my corporate career and my personal life overworking, overstepping boundaries, being criticized and criticizing myself. The lines are blurry. Our experiences are given to us for a reason. I really believe that. We are given what we need when we need it. This is how we grow. This is what makes us successful and appreciative of that success. And you know what? It's okay. You're okay. And you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. Do you feel prepared to take action on all of the things that you learned on today's episode? If not, I want to invite you to join the Breakthrough Lab, where we will walk through the step-by-step of how to implement all of these incredible business strategies to create the life and business that you've always dreamed of. It is the most supportive community for entrepreneurs today. We've got 12 monthly calls, we've got live five-day trainings, a portal of easy-to-use resources, and so much more. Visit justinebeauregard.com slash the Breakthrough Lab for details and to sign up today. I'll see you in side.